Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Now, today is a Sunday of what? Great grace. As you know, in this month, the month of May, I have been talking about grace for reigning. It's a pity because many Christians, we understand Christianity as just going to church, coming home, going to church, coming home, and living our lives, you know, as a normal human being. But that's a huge pity because you are not a normal human being. You are not meant to be normal at all. Because by virtue of your birth, by virtue of your receiving Christ, by virtue of your being filled with the Holy Ghost, God made a statement that you should not be normal. Amen. That you should never be normal. That your experiences must never be human. Oh, yes. Because by birth into that dimension, the dimension of the spirit, you are born into a dimension of spirits. And God has the audacity (laughs) of calling you a spirit. Oh, yes. Amen. Saying in John chapter 3, verse number 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. Now, if you follow the story from verse number one, it says there was a guy by the name of who? Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The guy was a doctor of the law. The same came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher who hath come from God. For no man doeth the works of the doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily say unto thee, except a man be born from above. I know it says born again, but it's born from a genau and not any, born from above. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus gets confused. Wait a minute. How can a man be born a second time when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered and said unto him, Very verse unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the what? Of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh, that's verse number six. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So there is a kind of birth that allows you to be born of the spirit. So when you are born of the spirit, you are born into the spiritual dimension. You are no longer in the class of humans. You are now in the class of spirits. Really, your operations must be at the level of a spirit. Because when you look at the next verse, verse number seven, huh? what does it say? Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Don't be shocked that I said you must be born from above. Don't be shocked. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Because verse number eight, the wind bloweth where it listeth. Wherever it wants. The wind goes wherever it wants. And the only thing you hear is what? Sound. But you can't tell where it's coming from and where it is going. So is everyone 
So is what? Everyone. Everyone. You are the only one who is not in the one. Uh oh. Someone said disconnect. I disconnect. Say, I am in the one. I am in the one. So everyone. So is everyone. That is what? Born of the spirit. So whether you are doing it or not, whether you are moving in it or not, it makes no difference. You are born into it. Yes. Amen. So you might as well just understand it, grasp it, and begin to flow with it. Oh, yes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You are like the wind. Nobody knows where you are coming from. And nobody knows where you are going. I keep saying that even your parents got it wrong. Oh, good evening, Papa. You are not hearing me. Even your parents got it what? Wrong. And they keep on getting it wrong. Because they don't know where you are going. You are like the wind. Oh, yes. <laughs> Even if you come from a background where there are limits, nobody ever breaks that limit. I am prophesying to you today. Oh, yes. You're going to break that limit. I receive. There's no limit for you. Haven't you read in your Bible? But as it is written, I hath no seen, no ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. Are your parents humans? Yes, they are. So it has never entered even in their heart what God has prepared for those who love him. Yes. But God has revealed them unto us by his people. The spirit searcheth all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God, you know with no money, but the Spirit of God. You have not received the Spirit of this world, but you received the Spirit of God that you might know the things which are freely given to you by God. Which things also we speak, not with the words which human wisdom teacheth, but with the words which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with the spiritual expressions. Are you hearing me? Shout yes. Yes. So there are some things you can't put your hand on it. You can't put your mind around it. You can't put a language to it. But you can put a spiritual language. Are you hearing me? Shout yes. Yes. That's why speaking in tongues, it's not a religious thing. All we do speak in tongues for two minutes from, from ten to two minutes past ten to four minutes past ten. No. When you are in the spirit, you pick up something. You are feeling something that you don't... You, Oh, yes. <laughs> hey. 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 You, you, you can't put your hand on it. You can feel it. You can sense it. Are you hearing me? But you can't see the shape. You can't see the color. You can feel something in the spirit. Let me tell you what to do. Just begin to go. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say yes. Yes. You are expressing something. By words which the Holy Ghost teacheth. You are speaking it into existence. Oh boy. I hath no sin. Nor ear heard. Neither have what? Entered into the heart of man. So you need to begin to understand. That you as a born again child of God. There are dimensions. 
that God wants you to operate from. They are levels that God wants to operate you from. It's a shame many Christians, they just become born again. They're happy to be called born again. They live as a born again. They die as a born again. A shame. You are not supposed to just be a born again and live like anybody else. No, you are supposed to dominate. Oh, yes. When God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, he gave you dominion. Let them have what? Dominion. Someone said dominion. Dominion. In other words, you are the ruler of your environment. Oh, yes. You are supposed to rule your environment. You are supposed to be at the center of your world. Are you hearing me? So that's what the Bible says. They which receive abundance of what? Grace shall reign in life by one. Not, not shall reign in heaven. If you go there and try to reign, they will kick you out. Why? Because there, there's a king there. <laughs> Someone tried to go there and begin to reign there. Oh boy, he didn't see Archangel Michael coming oh, with yes. the sword of fire. By the time he said, what's going on? He was already on the, on the, on the way down to earth. Amen. <laughs> God wants you to reign. By one, Jesus Christ. In other words, when you speak in that name, in the name of Jesus, things must move. Things must obey. Oh, there has yes. to be a shift as a child of God. Oh, yes. When you speak to sickness in the name of Jesus, back up and go. Sickness must obey. Are you hearing me? Sickness must obey your voice. When you said this thing has to shift, things must shift oh, yes. at your command, at your voice. Because you are running with the one Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? I know, I know it's nice to know that Jesus is reigning over us. It's nice. But you know, there's another dimension. Oh, yes. Where you begin to reign with him. Oh, yes. I'm not hearing me. Haven't you read in your Bible? Haven't you read it? God, evil, Papa. Let me show you something. Haven't you read it? Say where? Where? In Ephesians chapter 2. Haven't you read it? Ephesians chapter 2. From verse number 1. The Bible is very clear. And you have been made alive. Who are dead in your trespasses and in sins? Wherein in time past you walked, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with the Christ. By grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together and hath made us sit together in heavenly presence. You are not hearing me. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. He made you rise together with Christ and then he made you sit together with Christ where? In heavenly places you are in Christ. Now you're on this, you're seated with the Christ, in Christ, on the right hand of God. A place of power. A place of authority. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So when, when Jesus, oh my God, can I go one level deeper? Oh, deeper Papa. You see, when Jesus was about to go, he said something so important. He said, listen, I am going to the Father. 
So there will be a vacancy. Wow. You are not hearing me. Oh yes. He said, I am going to the Father. There will be what? A vacancy. He that believeth in me, the works that I do, he shall do also, even greater than these works. Are you hearing me? Shout yes. Yes. In other words, he said there will be a vacancy. Amen. <laughs> oh. Say today. Today. I feel the vacancy. I feel the vacancy. <laughs> when God sees you walking in power and miracles, he's not threatened. He's not threatened. You know, some men of God, when they see you rising up, they feel, mm -mm. who are you trying to be? These are people who don't know who they are. Me, I'm here to raise a generation of champions. Oh, yes, amen. When I see you doing small, small, go, come on, do it more. Come on, do it more. I was born for that thing. Are you hearing me? Shout yes. Yes. Ha! <laughs> You're supposed to reign with the Christ. He raised you up together. Made you sit together with the Christ in heavenly places. Now when you switch to Ephesians 1. Now the Bible tells you far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this world but also in that which is to come. Are you hearing me? So, Oh my God. My God. Are you hearing me? So your rulership is not only limited to this world. Your rulership, you shall reign with the Christ even in the next dimension. Are you hearing me? So don't cheat yourself that if you can't reign now, you shall reign there. You are a liar. It is those who are reigning with the Christ now oh, yes. who shall reign with the Christ oh, here. Yes. Are you hearing me? It's not true that every saint shall be ruling with the Christ. It's not true. If you are reigning with the Christ now, you shall reign with the Christ in the next dimension. So in that dimension, there will be saints who are saved. They will not be ruling. We will be ruling over them. Amen. Including angels will be ruling over them. So you better up your game now. Oh yes, amen. You better what? Up your game now. Better up it now. So don't think that you hear you're going, I'm a Christian. I'm born again. And then you die a weakling. I'm born again. And then you think you wake up. Now we are ruling. Ruling over who? Oh, yes. Ruling over who? Even demons will say, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute, sir. Oh, yes. Stop it. <laughs> you didn't have authority over me there. What makes you think you can rule over me now? Are you getting what I'm saying? But you see, the key that allows you to function in those dimensions is called grace. Much more they which receive what? Abundance of grace shall rule, shall reign in life by one. Jesus Christ. So the question that we need to begin to answer is.
How do you enter into those dimensions of grace? The first Sunday I shared about grace that you can enter into. Huh? In moments of your difficulty, in moments of your tears, in moments of your weakness, there's a dimension of grace that God allows you to enter into, to touch, and live in it if you persevere through the difficult time. Oh, yes. You remember that? Yes. You remember that? Very powerful. And then last week I shared about a grace that comes to you when God comes to console you. Amen. You are going through a difficult time. Now God comes to what? To console you. He gives you a grace. And then you use that grace to console others. Oh yes, amen. But today I want to go into another dimension of grace. This dimension of grace is a grace which we call great grace. Someone say great grace. Great grace. Say great grace. Great grace. Oh my God. Someone say great grace. Great grace. Are you here? We are here, Papa. We have lost you. We are following. Acts chapter 4, verse 32 and 33. I receive. And I, may, may, may I love it. You know, you know what I see in the spirit? I see, I see the church rising up amen. and invading the world. Oh, yes, amen. You see, people of the world, they refuse to come to church. That's okay. We attack them right there where they are going. Amen. <laughs> are you hearing me? You tell them, come to church. They're like, nah. Go there, think about that church, that one. They think we're like that one. No. That's okay. We attack them wherever they are. Oh, yes. We'll go there and say, wait a minute. I see this in the spirit. <laughs> Are you there? We are here, Papa. Let's read the scripture. Acts chapter 4, 32 and 33. What does the Bible say? And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Did you see great grace? Did you see great grace? Let's go to 32. And the multitude, someone say multitude. Multitude. You see, the moment you begin with the word multitude there, you have presented a problem. And the problem of multitudes, 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 when there are a lot of people, are you hearing me? The easiest thing that will happen is no oneness. Yes. Are you know what I'm saying? The moment you've got multitudes of people, what is the next problem? Don't forget where the story is coming from. Before this, huh? you are dealing with a church which is growing. It is beginning to grow. It is beginning to expand. And before long, you hear something that, oh, the, the Greek women are being neglected. Oh, the Gentiles are being neglected. Only the Jewish women are receiving help. And so, the matthew brings a problem of disintegration. But you see that they overcame the disintegration 
by one simple thing. The multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. So the key to great grace, <laughs> the key to great grace is what? One heart, one soul. Oh yes, amen. The key to great grace is what? One heart, one soul. That's why when you go back now to, to the Tower of Babel, when God saw the one heart and the one soul and the one language of the people, what did he say? He said, these guys will give us problems. Whatsoever they now begin to do, no one will be able to stop them. Let us go down and confuse their language. Oh, yes. So even God was scared by the oneness of the people. Amen. If they agree to do something crazy, they will do it. So he says what? Let's go and confuse their language. So he came down and confused their language. There was division. Oh, yes. So the devil enjoys division. Amen. Oh, you're not hearing me. The devil enjoys what? Division. Because he knows when there's division in a church, you can never attain to a dimension of great grace. Oh, yes. So he will try as much as he can to use people in the church to divide the church so that the church will never attain to great grace. Oh, yes. Let me say it again. He will use the people in the church to divide the church so that the church will never attain to what? Great grace. Someone said, not me. Not me. <laughs> say, not me. Not me. You see, he will not use the people outside the church. He will use the people in the church. Oh, yes. To divide the church. You go there, talk, talk. You go there, talk, talk, talk to that. Talk, 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 talk. By the end of the day, people are crashing heads. Because someone is busy being used by the devil. Yes, amen. To bring confusion in the church. He will not use people outside the church. He uses people inside. It's an inside work. Oh, yes. So the devil knows the only way I can bring confusion in this congregation is let me use people inside the congregation. So he begins to use people to bring confusion, to bring back biting. You see this one hating that one, that one talking things behind that one. Now, when the moment you begin to function in that dimension, listen to me and listen very, very well. The moment the spirit of confusion has entered the church, the moment the spirit of division has entered the church, oh, yes. you are no longer walking in God. You are walking outside God. Amen. Ah, God even, okay. Papa. Can I go deeper? The Bible says God is love. And everyone who loveth knows God and is walking in God. So the moment a person comes out of love, the Bible says you have come out of God and you are walking in darkness. It doesn't say you are darkness. It says you are walking in darkness. In other words, you come out of the God dimension. The moment you begin to talk about your brother, your sister, your neighbor, the moment you begin to backbite or you sit down to listen to backbiting. God, Baba. 
So it's not just talking, it's not just talking, but providing a platform where someone can come and talk. Oh yes. Hey! You even buy yourselves cappuccino. Latte. You hold it like a French person with your fingers like you are listening to backbiting. <laughs> you are moving out of the dimensions of grace. You are moving out of the dimensions of God. You are now going into darkness. Are you hearing me? Someone say, I disconnect. I disconnect. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. What is grace? Grace is not just God's unmerited favor. I know that's what people say. It's a description, not a definition. If you want to describe grace, yes, grace is God's unmerited favor. That's a description, but not a definition. The definition of grace, it's God's own divine ability at work in a person. It's divine ability. So when you say, by grace, I am saved. You're not just talking about, okay, God favored me. I was a sinner. He died for me. And then, no. And then I came to Jesus. No, you didn't come to Jesus. You didn't come to Jesus. Let me show you what happened. You didn't come to Jesus. Can I show you what happened? God God made a way for you to come to him. And then he came and entered you. And he walked himself in you to himself. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you cheated your way into salvation. <laughs> believe, believe you me. You didn't just come to Jesus. Believe you me. Because sometimes I chose Jesus. I chose Literally, like seriously, you didn't choose him. He chose you. And he called you. Not only did he do that, when you opened your heart, he entered you. And walked himself to himself. Oh, yes. Wow. That's the one is the grace. Oh, yes. There was nothing in you to desire him. For you were sometimes darkness. That's what the Bible says. Ephesians 5 verse number 84. You were what? Sometimes darkness. But now are you what? Light in the Lord. Walk as a child of light. You were darkness. At what point did darkness have a desire to follow God? At what point? So God had to do all the work. That's why it's a work of grace. Yes. He did everything. Amen. Are you here? So there is a dimension at which the church reaches when people are of one heart and one soul. When we hit that dimension of unity, when we hit that dimension of oneness, where there's Liquid love in the church. There's liquid oneness in the church. Amen. Are you hearing me? 
to an extent where the Bible says nobody thought anything was their own. <laughs> nobody thought what they had was what? Their own. They had all things in what? Common. It does not get any better than that. Because God is love. Yes, amen. When you hit that dimension, it's liquid oozing love. It's liquid honey love. Oh, yes. Now you see why great grace, great presence of God, mm. great manifestation of the presence of God. Now you see how it can come on the church when you hit that dimension. And the Bible says, and the great grace was only on the prophet. Huh? Oh, oh, come on, talk to me. No. And the great grace was only upon the leaders. No. no. Where was great grace? So in other words, even this person cleaning in the church, they were walking in great grace. Oh, yes. I am not hearing me. Oh, yes. The person who is singing in the worship team was walking in great grace. Are you hearing me? Someone without a position in the church was walking in what? Great grace. When they walked up in their workplace, great grace entered their workplace. When they went to their school, great grace entered their school. Are you hearing me? Oh, when yes. they're in the marketplace, great grace invaded the marketplace. When they walked on the street, great grace manifested on the street. Are you hearing me? Shout yes. Yes. It's not difficult to take over Sydney. It's not. I'm telling you, it's not. It's not difficult to win the lost souls. It's not at all. What we lack is great grace. Yes. If we can carry that great grace in our lives, everywhere we go, there will be a manifestation of God. People don't want religion. Especially Australians. They are tired of religion. That's why they run very fast. <laughs> they are tired of religion. Are you hearing me? Am I right? Oh, yes. They run very what? Very fast. I'm telling you, they are tired of religion. They want to see the manifestation of great grace. Someone say great grace. Great grace. One more time, say great grace. Great grace. One more time, say great grace. Great grace. The key is in your house. The way you treat your neighbor. Oh, yes. The way you talk about your neighbor. The way you think about your neighbor. That's where the key is. We need to come to a certain dimension of maturity. Because the Bible tells you he gave some to be what? Apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Now the word perfecting there is equipping the saints. Yes. For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Huh? Huh? Oh yes. Equipping the saints for what? For the work of the ministry. For the building of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith 
and of the knowledge of the Son of God, and to a perfect man, and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the slate of men, and the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. But speaking the truth in love. But what? Speaking the truth in love may grow up in him, in all things, which is the head, even who? Christ, from whom the whole body, the whole body, fitly framed together. Uh-huh. Fitly what? Uh-huh. And what? Oh, you're not hearing me. And what? Compacted by that which every joint taketh. Huh? Every joint receiveth. No. 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 Every joint supply. Some people are just there to receive. <laughs> They're in the body to receive. No, oh, yes. They are not supplying anything. <laughs> Parasitic relationship. Yes. So I'm here to supply. I am here to supply. Don't be the one who is just there to receive. Oh, today no one said hello to me. Today no one said hi. Today no. You are, you are, someone should come to you and say, hello. Oh, hallelujah. You didn't go to anybody to say hello. <laughs> Amen. Hey! You are just receiving. No. And compacted by which every joint what supplied according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. Give me the verse. You will see that. According to what? To the effectual. According to the what? To the. In other words, every one of us is working to our very best capacity. Yeah, that's what. According to the what? Effectual working in the measure of what? Every part, what does it do? Maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. So the body of Christ was given the capacity to grow within itself. Yes, amen. I know we love to pray about this prayer. Yeah, it's good. But I want you to understand. God gave you the ability for growth to the church. When the church begins to do the right thing, the church grows. So it's like if food comes in, your body must know how to digest it. Uh-huh. The body must what? Digest it. And the body will use what it has digested to what? To grow. No one comes in your bedroom to stretch you when you are sleeping. And then you wake up in the morning. Oh, I'm a bit taller today. Amen. No one comes. <laughs> Pull your legs. <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> All you need to do is eat. Your body knows what to do with the food. And causes the growth to take place. That's what the Bible says there. The powerful growth is within ourselves. When we begin to give, give, give. Instead of what? 
taking, taking. That's why whenever people hit that dimension of one heart, one soul. I am as you are. You are as I am. I am because you are. You are because I am. Ah, you are not hearing me. Yes. When you hit that dimension, oh boy, you become unstoppable. What did Jesus say? How shall people know that you are his disciples indeed? When you love one another mm. as I have loved you. Amen. Then people shall know that you are my disciples indeed. No one will know about us as being true disciples of Christ by any other means except what I'm explaining today. When you love one another as I have loved you. Are you hearing me? Someone say great grace. Great grace. Rise on your feet. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Every element. Every element. Of division. Of division. Among us. Among us. Be uprooted. Be uprooted. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.